The Classical Association presents Epic, Modern Writers, Ancient Stories, an audiobook of short stories written by entrants in the 2022 CA competition, who were inspired by Stephen Fry's trilogy, Mythos, Heroes and Troy. We're releasing one story a day for the next six weeks, so make sure you subscribe and follow the Classics Podcast and follow us on Instagram at the Classical Pod so you don't miss out on a single story in our audiobook. Relax, enjoy, and lose yourself in the world of ancient mythology. A Ballad of Melancholy by Matilda Jenkins Read by James Renshaw You must protect me. The whispers you guide me with echo through my mind, fighting with the destructive impulse to turn, to see. Are you there, behind me? Are you following in my wake? To look would kill you for good, but with your death, mine would become a mercy. I only have to rescue you from the clutches of Hades, your soul taken from this world too soon, and then perhaps our minds will find quiet peace together. The whole world knew of my grief when I found your broken, lifeless corpse. My ballads of melancholy would reverberate through the fibres of every living being. But not yours, for only in my mind did you continue to live. How do I protect you? It was my foolishness that sent you down there to begin with. If only I had seen the signs sooner. Notice the spiderweb of scars growing inside your heart and on your arms. Then we wouldn't have had to be like this. You wouldn't have to be smothered by the shadows, and my faith wouldn't be being blindly tested with every passing second, every silent footstep. You would always tread softly, afraid to make any imprint on the lives of others. But I could never be sure who you were trying to protect. How can I know that you will follow me across the hills and valleys of my life when you couldn't even bear to climb your own? Trust me, my love, for I will never leave you again. The days and nights I spent searching for you were the most torturous hours of my existence, navigating the complex web of caverns that led in a seemingly endless, spiralling descent through the mountains, down into the underworld. Despite my physical pain, though, trying to imagine the agonies you were suffering under Hades' rule was an all-consuming anguish. His tricks, lies, and cunning deceit, born from your own brain, a master of self-sabotage. His words were the snake venom that intoxicated your body, until there was nothing left but sallow cheeks and glass eyes, a frozen heart whilst mine beat incessantly until it was bruised and bloody. No one else knew of the lies you would tell yourself over and over and over again, a fatal mantra of daggers aimed at your own chest. You had hidden it from us for so long, yet you couldn't fight the mental turmoil yourself. No one can, alone. How can I trust you? You rejected my love before, 
when my arms were spread open wide for you to fall into, as the tears fell from your troubled eyes. We were both scared then, perhaps we both still are. Your terror was undefined, uncontrollable, a boat cast adrift with no anchor and torn sails, so that no matter how hard I tried to navigate the treacherous waters, we would only end up further from the safety of the shore. As a phantom, I followed you, haunting your every moment with my presence, my only concerns revolving around you. They still do, as if you had remained here for me to care for. Meanwhile, I had become merely a figment of your imagination, a character you had created only to leave him tucked inside a sheaf of papers strewn carelessly across your floor. Do not fear, for we will be together again soon. Like a childhood memory half forgotten over the years, the upper world gradually appears in the distance, a land of light and joy and life. And you, once more, with me, your skin will be rich and vibrant again, not the translucent pallor of the ghosts of lost souls as they endlessly wander the obsidian hills under burnt burgundy skies. Reclining in his throne of shattered glass atop the tallest peak, Hades bore witness to my desperate pleas and sorrowful tune, my lyre tarnished and dull in the smoky grey light, the notes hollow without my muse. Even so, the lord of the underworld agreed to revive your soul, but on one cruel, twisted condition, that I were not to turn round. Testing my faith in the gods, I thought initially, but I now realise that the true test is of the measure of my faith in you. How will we stay together? We finally reach the end of the darkness. Beyond these caves, woven like a labyrinth through the ragged peaks, sprawls the vibrant plains of the living. Verdant fields, speckled with bursts of colour from the wildflowers, continue far into the horizon, but at this moment I care for the ghost that lingers behind me far more. I take a step onto the grass, absent-mindedly running my hand against the overgrown bush that conceals the cave's entrance from view, its branches laden down with perfect midnight orbs. Suddenly, my muscles lock. You're not there, are you? You were never following me to begin with. And why would you? You chose to send yourself into the depths of Hades, so why should I think that you would want to return to Earth, to me? We're here, and yet there are no carefree laughs. Your arms aren't flung around my neck in unbridled ecstasy. Your words don't thank me for rescuing you. You didn't need this hero to come to save you, did you? With a sneer, I turn around, expecting to be faced with the mocking emptiness of the winding passageway, but instead... My indignant glare lands upon a pair of misty eyes that gently vanish into nothingness. Like this. All traces of fury seep out of my body as I sink to my knees, horror-stricken at my error. I never did trust you to let you shine at your own light onto yourself. Mine was meant to be bright enough for both of us. For one final time, 
I raise my lyre to Apollo, now gleaming golden like an insult to the charcoal dust of agony that had settled into my bones. The indigo berries are crushed between my fingers, the juice staining my fingertips deep purple, reminiscent of the ink on the scrap of paper you left pressed against my pillow. I don't have anyone to tell about this, so the words remain unsaid in the rivers meandering across my palm. Surprisingly, my hand doesn't tremble as I raise it to my lips, kissing the fruit with calm tenderness, the way I wish I could still kiss you. Maybe now I can. As my body collapses to the ground, I watch from above, noting how the twitches soon cease and the lines on my forehead suddenly fade. I look peaceful, lying there, simply basking in the midday sun. With only a thought, I glide back to the cleft in the rocks, where the faint outline of your figure emerges from the shadows. I join you. Forever.